can't get mad at somebody who's not on the show anymore. Should have recorded all of that. <laughs> I know, but then it would just be unnecessary oh and probably. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Face is itchy. So right. So is my face. <laughs> okay. Also, who whose whose face does yours belong to? What? We're recording. Just say your name. And <laughs> oh, I'm Aaron Rose. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm Nick Souter. And welcome back to the third reboot of Aaron Rose has never seen it. Good Lord. It's a shit show. This is my nightmare. Yep. This episode took two hours to figure mm-hmm. out how to record. So I hope it doesn't sound completely terrible. Not our worst record. No, not at all. Um, also, there's a lot of changes. This is an actual reboot. Yeah. Yeah. So, somebody moved to Detroit. I know. It's awful. Yeah. Hi, Mo. It's great for him. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Bobcat is no longer on the show. He moved to Detroit to become a teacher. He's teaching children how to build robots to kill political leaders. I hope. But mostly <laughs> it is pick up pizza. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we will miss you, Bob, but no offense. Very now, much. Now that we're down to only two hosts, 100% of the people on the podcast <laughs> have watched the movies this week <laughs> before we started recording. That is accurate. Yeah. yeah. Also, a new change. Oh. Besides the fact that... Also, here's the thing. The reason why none of these episodes go up is because the recordings are bad and they sound terrible and I don't want to do anything. <laughs> so we're just going to record for an hour, upload it, and not edit out anything. There's lots of changes. There's a lot of changes. Lots of changes. Yes. We're in an actual, like, recording room, if you could call it that. It's a designated room for podcasts. Yes. Uh, Bob? We're recording in a new apartment. It's got a facelift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After 12 years of uh, living together, Bob and Joey decided that their common law marriage is no longer suiting <laughs> either one of them. So Joey moved downstairs with Amanda, and Bob moved to Detroit with Monique, and uh, my girlfriend, Alex Bonner, moved in. <laughs> it's like the second coming of the Shark Shack. Pretty much. Um, the no party zone? Yeah, no parties allowed here. How's I'm, that working out? I'm disgustingly hungover, and it's like 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> How's your September 11th coming? <laughs> I feel terrible about laughing so hard at that. It's all right. Thank you. Um, mm. So, yeah, obviously, we haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> Will we ever? No. Um, no. But, yeah, the uh, the beach house is totally different now. The beach house. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good job. Uh, <laughs> across the room, high five. <laughs> yeah, we're using mic stands. We're recording on a table instead of the coffee table. My God. It's crazy. It's so weird this room is painted uh primer yep yeah he has milos hasn't <laughs> got over it yet i like that he patched up all the holes in the walls but left the glued on glass <laughs> just in the middle of the wall just a bunch of shards of broke glass he says this belongs here mm-hmm. i think that's fair yeah um mm. yeah so mm-hmm. everything's weird but you know it's not weird and exciting 
What? Aaron Rose has never seen it. Has an official sponsor. I can't believe it. We have. Uh, we are being graciously sponsored by Bucket of Blood Books and Records. Yay! Yeah, thirty-one eighty-two North Elson, Chicago, Elson, California, right next to Tras Posada. Oh my God, that's like the best part. Aside from, <laughs> we're not cutting this. Congratulations. We just lost our first sponsor. But um, buy, sell, trade. They have books. They have records. They have VHS tapes. They have movies. They got everything. We it love- is a dream. Yeah. I love that place. I love that place. They have everything you could possibly want. Yeah. I buy so much like weird shit there. Like things that like you wouldn't even think of. Last time I was there, I bought like a nun slaughter patch. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that a thing? But it is. And yeah. I'm so happy for it. Uh, the last time I was there, I bought a... Spinning pentagram. Oh. Uh, enamel pin. Hmm. It's insane. But also when I was there, I had to stop myself from buying a third copy of Hellbound, Hellraiser 2 on VHS. It's got a new cover. That was one of the last episodes. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Actually, I think it was the first Hellraiser. It was. But, but who, who? They don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Who's listening that knows? Yeah. Nobody. Who's listening at all? No one. Probably just me. Should we? Okay. So shout outs to Aaron Rose for listening <laughs> and Bob and Monique, but Bob's not actually listening. Right. Is Monique going to listen even though Robert's not on it anymore? She has to. Does she? No. Yeah. <laughs> no one has to. Maybe Samantha. Maybe Jess. Yeah. Jess will have it on the background. Okay. That's kind of like listening. Yeah. Just as long as we get the plays, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Just play it while you go to sleep. Anyone out there? Yeah. Wake up to Aaron laughing and just yeah. worry someone's <laughs> in your house stealing all your shit. I'm going to try and like lean away when I laugh. No, it's just, always the loudest. Just go for it. Sorry. It's their signature. I had something. Also, Now Your Laugh is sponsored by Bucket of Blood. Hey. There we go. Never thought that would happen. They nope. have been like our unofficial sponsor for the entirety <laughs> Pretty much. Now they're, just, podcast. now they're just willing to let us say it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Also, uh, November 9th. Oh, yeah. Come to Bucket of Blood. There's going to be a reading and a little bit of a band performance. Kind of. Don't advertise it. No. No. Yeah. I don't know. But um, both of us will be there performing. And a lot of making noises. We'll be making noises with our mouths. Yeah. Just because you can't get enough of it here. Come see it live. Yeah. <laughs> buy a bunch of stuff. Go there and buy stuff now. Buy a bunch of stuff. They have a great record selection. They do. They're, everything's reasonably priced. Yeah. They have awesome metal records. I also bought a Corrosion of Conformity record last time I was there. Fucking kick ass. Mm-hmm. You know what else kicks ass? What? Midsummer and Booksmart. <laughs> are those our movies for this week? They, I sure as fuck hope so. I mean, yeah. yeah who are we getting? They are now. Yeah. Found another. Oh, no, that's a bobby pen. This anyway. room is filled with needles. Filled with needles. I don't know what happened. <sighs> Dead air. <laughs> Not editing it out. I don't care. <laughs> We're just putting the episode up. Well, which movie would you like to start with? Do you want to end happy or do you want to start happy? 
I don't know which one's better. <laughs> Welcome to Aaron Rose and Nick don't know how to deal with their depression. Um, I like I feel the fact that I'm sitting in a chair is <laughs> a step in the right direction. It's true. You could be I'm, you could be on the floor. I came very close to being on the yeah. floor. <laughs> um, I like still like heading there. The room did cool off a lot. It did. It's this, it was the scut. While we were struggling to make a <laughs> free app work on our computer so we record Oof. this, uh, it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. The sun went down, so I think that helped. Yeah, plus it's just, you know, and Aaron's throwing up in the corner. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not on purpose. <laughs> Would it being on purpose make it better? No, it would make it worse. He said, Don't worry, it's not on purpose. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's violently <laughs> ill from the, all the rosé heartburn. Oh, God. Why do I do this to myself? Well, let's start with Booksmart because that's what my notebook is open to. There we go. I hated this movie. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> the first time I saw the trailer for this movie, my very first thought was, Nick is going to fucking love this movie. Yeah. That makes me so happy whenever you tell me that. <laughs> when you told me that, I was like, oh. <laughs> My second thought was that you were going to drag me to it, which you did not do. No. I tried, didn't I? Did I try? Uh, several times. Several times. Both you and Robert. <laughs> yeah. I love this movie. I saw it three times. <sighs> I saw this twice with Steph, my sister, mm. who doesn't see movies twice in theaters. Yeah. She also, the only movies we've ever seen are about murder. We went and saw Gone Girl. We're the only people laughing oh in my the matinee God. full of old people. I only saw that once. Oh, it's hilarious. Not as funny book. as this. How's the book? Eh, yeah. Not memorable. Jillian Flynn? Is that who it is? I have no idea. Okay. It doesn't matter because we're not talking about that. You know how I am with names. How do you feel about Booksmart? Um, I actually really liked it. Yeah. I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we were going to do a third movie for this podcast, but every time I sat down to watch it, I ended up watching <laughs> Booksmart instead. Nice. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I have been like, I've been putting it on a lot at work because I feel like it's funny and you don't really have to like fully pay attention yeah. to it to like laugh at it. And I've seen some pretty wonderful reactions. <laughs> I, is that, is that the new Cardi B? <laughs> that scene in particular i like watched one of my clients like bury her face in my couch because she could not look at the screen while it was happening oh it's so good it was wonderful um yeah this movie's amazing Mm -hmm. uh i'm not because midsummer is a better made movie midsummer is like oh for sure midsummer is a masterpiece it's fucking demented but book smart just i'm a big pile of mushy a big pile of mushy feelings yeah and this movie is just like right up my alley absolutely yeah it is like a wonderful feel-good movie yeah it's i don't know it reminds me of super bad but like the girl version and way better see that's why it doesn't remind me of super bad at all because <laughs> it's so much better it's so much better and you, the characters are likable they're so likable yeah, and there's like I well yeah. Um, Molly has her moments where she's supposed to though. They're not yeah. perfect. 
Yeah. And that scene where they fight at the party. Oh my god. Broke my fucking heart. Yes. It so real. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I feel like everyone has a fight like that though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's like a girl thing, but I've definitely had it out with like girlfriends at parties in public. And it kind of goes down just like that. You're screaming at each other about being terrible friends. <laughs> Use names. Maybe they're listening. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, I've had that fight with female friends, but I feel like oh, sure. uh, with dudes, it's just like passive aggressive bullshit. Yeah. And they talk to each other. And then it's like you wait a couple weeks. Like you want to get stoned mm. and then you don't bring it up. You just get high and move yeah. on. Men are fucking idiots. <laughs> Men are fucking idiots. Yeah. Should Especially I take off the cans? Speaking of being an idiot. Oh God, quit calling them cans. They're cans. The headphones. Uh, I don't know why that irritates me so much. Because it's stupid. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> it is. Yes. Um, also, this was directed by Olivia Wilde. And it's her directorial debut, which is outstanding. This movie is like... So well-crafted. You would have think she'd made a bunch of movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the music in this is great. Yeah, I forgot who did the score. It was a DJ. It was, uh, I want to say DJ Shadow. Mm. I don't think that's right, though. Mm-mm. Hold on. I have it saved on my Spotify because, of course. Of course you do. Aaron, why don't you uh, tell us about the movie? So also, in tribute to Robert, why don't you take three hours to describe it and not really get to the point? <laughs> the movie is basically about two best friends, Amy and Molly, and on their it's their last day of school, I believe, they find out that they put all this work into going to school and got into really good colleges. And then they find out that, like, everyone else did, too. But they also, like, experienced high school and experienced partying, which Amy and Molly did not. So on yeah. their last night as seniors in high school, they're going to pack all their partying in from four years into one night. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched it, like, ten times. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... So they set up all the characters early. Mm-hmm. They do all these things. And like they go from party to party. And you get to see everybody way more in depth. Jer Bear. Jer. Oh, my God. He's my favorite. So good. Um, and then the one, the funny thing that they do in the beginning that it, like. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I just burped. That's a test of how good these mics are if you heard it. So, what's the name of Amy's crush, the girl? Ryan. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ryan and Nick. They they introduce them at this burp right in the mic. Do it. Be gross. <laughs> nope. Live I'm a fast. lady. Die gassy. Um, Not a lady. Sort of. I think you're a lady. Thank you. Yeah. Um, they introduce them at the same time, and then you learn out later. You learn later that, like, that's Molly's crush. Yeah. So they set that up mm-hmm. so well in the beginning. Yes. It's fantastic. Yeah. Wait, what's the what's the dude's name? The president? I didn't write it down. Oh, he's the vice president, Nick. 
She's uh, the president. She's the class oh, president. Right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Um, also, Dan the Automator did the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. DJ Shadow. Not DJ Shadow. He's <laughs> in the trailer, though. Who the fuck is DJ Shadow? I thought I never, you made that up. I never... <laughs> DJ Shadow, 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 Shadow. Um, uh, no, I never heard of him until he did that song with Run the Jewels. And that Run the uh, Jewels song is in the trailer and in the, vi- and okay. in the movie. Also, Death Grips and fucking Perfume Genius. And there's a moment we're sitting in the theater and uh, I've turned my sister into a little LCD freak. So the moment that you hear that little, we just looked at each other at the same time, super excited. And then immediately just like was washed over with shame that we just like stared at each other in the mm-hmm. dark. Like, LCD. Oh, fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. And then we yep. just looked away. It was great. So glad I wasn't in the theater <laughs> to see that. Um, uh, the second time I saw it, that was in New York with Jess and Fee. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Oh, I'm sure. We were, uh, I, cause I, we, shocker, uh, high as fuck. I was just going to say, you high. must have been. We went to Nighthawk and then like, you order food there. You put the little card down. Uh-huh. You order all these. I had no idea what was going on. I don't smoke anymore. No. I was just fucking blasted. And I'm going to keep talking to distract you with the fact that Aaron's leaving. I think she's coming back. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Basically, I had no idea what was going on, which is not a surprise to most of you. Because that's probably what it sounds like right now. No editing. No dead air. Um... Just going to read some text messages right now. Respond to something. Uh, I'm writing, I'm sorry, baby. That's the message I'm sending right now. If you can guess who that's about or who it's to, you will win a prize. If you could text me that text and the name of the person, I will get you something from Bucket of Blood, our sponsor. Spoiler alert, it's going to be a horror film on VHS. And she's back. And I can stop reading my text messages on the air. Oh, my God. I just, we just have a giveaway, giveaway, by the way. Oh, what's our giveaway? Our giveaway is that if you guess who I wrote that text message to and text me about it, I will send you a VHS tape from Bucket of Blood. I used your bathroom trip to do something personal and also bring up our sponsor. Oh, perfect. Multitasking. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Uh, so talk about uh, Booksmart a little bit. What? The characters in this. Let's talk about them. <laughs> okay. They are, like, they, their whole thing is, like, they even say in the trailer, we are not one note. They right. are, there's so many dimensions to them. They are fully thought out. They live together. They became best friends. Mm-hmm. So they could be best friends on screen. And it right. comes across really well. Oh, absolutely. They're totally in sync, like, every step of the way. Yeah. Like, even in, like, the beginning when they're just, like, dancing. Oh, my God. I fucking love that. <laughs> it's so, like, adorable and endearing. You go to school today? Nope. Stay right here. <laughs> it is so cute. Or, what? like, when she's, like, singing to her on, like, that picnic table when Molly's oh. having the meltdown. <laughs> Think you're freaking out if you don't say uh, something. 
gonna freak out, take you to the hospital. Why won't take you to the hospital? Close enough. <laughs> what was she playing? I don't know what that's called, but I have one in my spare bedroom. Okay. <laughs> I keep meaning to take like a picture of it and send it to Craig because I feel like if anyone would know what that instrument is, it would be Craig. It reminds me of Joanna Newsom. I hope that's not an insult to Caitlin Dever. No. Okay. She's like way cuter though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Jessica Williams. Uh huh. As the teacher. Yes. So good. Miss Fine. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're twenty, right? <laughs> Oh my god, that whole thing, I'm still, like, it still makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, every time I watch it, I'm, like, so uncomfortable. Yes, but it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's very funny. Um. Oh, Ling Ling. <laughs> the, uh, okay, so the supporting cast of this is amazing, too. Everyone's amazing. Who's Everyone. Who, uh, what's her name? Gigi. Oh my fucking god, I love her. <laughs> She's amazing. How did you get here so fast? Why are you dry? Why are you dry? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, She's amazing. That's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Get the fuck out, really? Yeah, R.I.P. Billy Lord? Billy Lord, that's Carrie Fisher's daughter. No shit. Yeah. I'm like trying to like picture both of them. I'm like... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I can kind of see it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean. A little bit. A little bit. They both got, like, giant, like, bug eyes. <laughs> well, one of them does. The other one's dead. Um, The kid, we don't have any. Hold on. Should I pull up the cast name? So I'm not just saying. Which one? The guy who's on. Um, Jared? Santa Clarita died. Yeah, Jared. His name is Skylar Gisando? I, Gizondo? He plays the same character he does on Santa Clear to Diet, but mm-hmm. like the extroverted version of that kid, and it's amazing. Oh my god, it's so good. He's also in a new HBO show with Danny McBride. He's in that? The yes. the one with the the Oh, it's so good. It's he's and again, he's playing the exact same character, but I don't care. And yeah. I think I told you he's like a more likable version of Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, he is. He's way more <laughs> likable. Michael Sarah is kind of a cunt. Yeah, he, like I wouldn't want to hang out with him. No, I wouldn't want to. I would hang out with this kid though. I would hang out with anybody in this movie. Yeah, that's fair. Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte play. Um, oh my god, the parents. Amy's they, parents. They're amazing. <laughs> so good. I wish there was like more of them though. Yeah, but the amount they're in is just—it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're talking about the dinner. Like mm-hmm. all the things he's made. <laughs> uh, uh, also, we should mention that uh, Beanie Feltz Feinstein is Jonah Hill's sister, which Feldstein. Feldstein. Mm-hmm. Feldstein. Feldstein. One of those. Something. Mm-hmm. Jewish. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Chosen People. Everyone knows this. Mm-hmm. I've spent most of my life trying to marry a just stop talking please a person um 
a woman. Oh, yeah, or you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on J date for a while. Anyways, my um, is this going off the rails? Oh my god, I don't know. I just started sweating profusely. Yeah, it's going <laughs> off the rails then. My profile name was Hebrew for you. So, anyways, cut that out. There's no editing, Please. and that's true. There's no editing. Oh God. What? what anyways, um, speaking of married. Jason mm-hmm. Snakes is married to Olivia Wilde. Shut up. Really? You, you didn't know that? No. They've been married for a while. What else has Olivia Wilde done? I feel like I've heard her name before. She was in that uh, HBO series Vinyl that I didn't watch. Nope. Tron Legacy. Mm-mm. The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. The Lazarus uh, something. The Lazarus Effect? Yeah. Life Itself. Can you pull up a picture of her? Yeah. You know who she... Yeah, you, you'll recognize her. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah. yeah. She was an mm-hmm. alpha dog. Mm. Do uh, I know that? I don't uh, know if I know that. Emile Hirsch, Justin Timberlake. It's kind of really, like, terrible. She played <laughs> herself... No, wait, did she? I thought she played herself on BoJack Horseman. Mm. Somebody played themselves on BoJack Horseman. I think it was her. Okay. No, wait. Who's Justin Timberlake married to? Uh, the broad from oh, Seventh Heaven. Jessica Biel. Yeah. She plays herself on uh, BoJack Horseman. She, mm. Olivia Wilde plays Charlotte Moore. And then she was in her. Her. She's just listed as blind date. <laughs> good. Good job there, uh, Spike Jones. She was in bunch Cowboys and Aliens. I've never seen any of these fucking movies. I'm glad she's directing. Yeah, she's a way, I don't want to say she's a way better director, but she's really fucking good at it. Yeah, I don't remember any of these things that she's in. I definitely recognize her face. It's more than I can say about most people. I mean, that's actually all you can say about most people. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. I really liked, oh, I'm going to feel so bad, Triple A. Oh, God. I didn't write down her name either. She was really good. She was really good. But forgettable, too. Yeah. Uh, The two uh, gay kids, the theater kids, they were fucking amazing. Oh, my God. When he's singing the Alanis Morissette song. God. So good. I get like so embarrassed. <laughs> it's that's like, but like in the best way. It's there's a lot of embarrassing things in there, but it's not cringy. Right. You just care about them, and then it's mm-hmm. like you fucking the fuck up. <laughs> Stop that shit. Yeah. Oh. Um. Hmm. This is why we used to edit the show. I know. It's too hard. I know. We're kind of just fangirling out. I know. That's... We should talk about a movie we didn't like but between this. What was something you saw recently? <sighs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tear it apart. I didn't see it. I... Because I told you how much I hated it. <laughs> Pretty much. And I feel like... So... I will preface this by saying I'm not really a Quentin Tarantino fan. I hate him. 
I really love true romance. <laughs> but he wrote that. Yes. And I love it because Tony Scott directed it. Because Quentin Tarantino didn't get a chance to fucking ruin it like he does with every other goddamn movie. There's no feet in that movie. Thank the fucking Lord. I can't tell you how many gratuitous, like, dirty feet shots are in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It is obscene. Like, you know what he's doing. It's disgusting. And he, like, completely changes, like, the Manson story. And some people love that about this movie. I hate it. What do you mean? Fucking hated it. Spoilers. Um, so in the movie, Leonardo DiCaprio lives next door to Sharon Tate. And instead of them killing her, they go to his house and then Brad Pitt like kills all of them. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Although. Wait a minute. Is that really the movie? Yeah. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio. He plays like an actor. Yeah. Kind of like a has-been. So like the whole movie is like him having like a breakdown because he's not the big star that he once was. And then. So Brad Pitt goes to Leonardo DiCaprio's house and kills all of them. Well, he kind of like he's Leonardo DiCaprio's like stunt Stunt double. double. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like hanging out and they end up like going there. And yeah. He, like, kills all of them, and then Leonardo DiCaprio, like, sets somebody on fire with a flamethrower. So DiCaprio doesn't die? No. So in Tarantino's version, the Manson family is killed by these two jackasses. Yes. That's incredibly dumb. It's so fucking dumb. I was so angry. When I left the theater, I'm still like I'm angry, angry about it. it. I and it has such a good cast too. Like that's the other thing. It has a fucking phenomenal cast, and then he does nothing with them. Like absolutely nothing. He makes like Sharon Tate super unlikable. I like it's not even that class. she's unlikable. It's just like. I don't know. He doesn't know how to write for women. He doesn't. I heard she was barely in the movie, too. Barely. Okay, what's the fucking deal with the goddamn um, fight scene with Bruce Lee? What is that? Oh, my God. What actually happened? It's so embarrassing in a bad way. So Tarantino got into hot water because of the way he portrays Bruce Lee. Which he kind of like portrays him as like an asshole with like a giant ego, which I don't know. <laughs> by know. yeah, by all accounts, like isn't true. And that's like the problem people have with it. And like rather than apologizing and saying he like took liberties with this movie, which he absolutely did. Yeah. Cause... Which is evidence with like the Manson family, he like digs in deeper and he's like, No, this is actually how he was. I read about it in his wife's book. And then there's interviews with Bruce Lee's wife where she's like, I never fucking said any of that. And he just like misquoted and misremembered an anecdote she tells in her book, but like never fucking apologizes 
for it and instead just like digs in deeper and is like, no, this is how he was. These are like the stories people tell about him. It's awful. But it's basically like Bruce Lee fighting Brad Pitt. Who wins? Um, Nobody like really wins. So the whole thing is like, uh, like whoever can like knock the other one down like two out of three times. They each like knock each other down once. And in the original script, Brad Pitt was supposed to win. But like everyone on set's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah Brad Pitt. And OK, here's the other reason I hate this movie. Go for it. <laughs> so Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell is in it. And his wife is played by, I think her name's like Zoe Bell. Okay, yeah. Is she, she's like the stunt woman. She's from, young, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they play a husband and wife that is working on this movie set. And Kurt Russell does not want to give Brad Pitt a job because of his wife. And his wife doesn't want Brad Pitt to have a job because Brad Pitt killed his wife in this like boating accident and they kind of like show a little bit of it like he basically like shoots his wife on a boat but it's like a running joke that Brad Pitt kills his wife and get a, gets away with it which is a terrible fucking, fucking thing so but like they they want you to like this person who also like killed his wife I don't know it just like made me feel icky and gross I hated it and it was like three hours long yeah it could have been fucking cut in half that's how I felt about the hateful eight any hateful eight I the first like okay (sighs) super misogynistic most of the movies Mm. is beating up Bridget Fonda Mm. and then but like the first hour and a half and it's so great you know what is this bad never mind fuck it I don't want to talk about Bridget Fonda Jennifer Jason Lee yes (laughs) oh single white females yeah Mm -hmm. confuse them still uh, I saw The Farewell. I don't know what that is. The Aquafina movie where the grandma's dying and they don't want to tell her. Oh, I kind of wanted to see that. I saw that in Fargo. It okay. was really good. I, shocker, cried the whole fucking time. Mm, that sounds about right. Yeah. But like everybody in there is really good. Aquafina, if you don't know who that is, is a rapper, actor, comedian who is... Yeah, her stickers. <laughs> okay, her stickers on the back of my laptop. Um, she sent me that sticker oh. when she was when Snapchats first started. She was on there, and she had. Um, she was. Am I opening that? Mm-hmm. Okay. She was launch. I should probably listen to this real fast. <laughs> Say something. Mm-hmm. All right. Still sounds like a podcast. Okay. She uh, had an online talk show called Talk, and she spelled oh. it, you know, funny. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, the first 15 people who reply to this snap, I will send you a hat in the mail. And okay. I was the first one to apply because I had no fucking time. And I had nothing but time, actually. <laughs> so uh, she sent me at the Shark Shack oh. a hat that said Talk uh-huh. and that sticker. And on the back it says, never forget, Auk. Okay. Yeah. But she um, she has an album. She has a couple albums now, but her first album was called Yellow Ranger. And it's a mm-hmm. reference to the Power Rangers because the Yellow Ranger was Asian. She is a oh, yeah. Asian rapper from uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And um, her album is hilarious, but she's also really good. 
and the music's really good. And then she eventually became like, went from internet. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So she eventually went from like internet famous to just famous. And now she's in Ocean's 8. She's in a bunch of movies. Yeah. She hosted SNL. Yeah. She's amazing. She's she could do everything. And yeah. this, this is her first like serious role. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. She is really? so good. Everyone in this is really good. The person who plays the grandma in it um, is like the actual grandmother's like sister or or something hmm. like that. I don't remember. Erica told me because she listens to the NPR piece. I don't. Okay. I, again, this show has very little research and almost none. But hey. we know how to open wine. Hey. Hey. That's a skill. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the farewell was really good. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think it was like the greatest movie ever made, but it was very funny. And more than anything, it was just fucking charming. And then they go to China to see the grandma and they don't tell her she's dying. And they throw this wedding and they basically force this couple that's been dating for three months to get married. And then they have like this, the, the last, the third act of the movie is this big wedding party. Oh, And that it just goes off the fucking rails. It's so good. That sounds great. To quote someone else on a podcast, it's bananas. Hmm. <laughs> uh, here you go. Mm-hmm. Are you, do you need a glass? No. Uh, okay. Just. <laughs> I just wanted that on the air. Uh-huh. Here you go. Got it? <laughs> Got it. Um, what else did you see before we get into midsummer? Um, not a whole lot. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen that much. Yeah. I mean, since last time we recorded. I've seen a bunch of fucking movies, obviously. but Right. Nothing worth noting. I saw that Robert Pattinson movie. That was great. Which one? Uh, The Claire Denise one. Where he's the astronaut? Well, he's not really an astronaut. He's just oh, in fucking no, space. Oh, no. Fuck that. Mm-mm. No, that was really good. Nope. I'm not allowed to talk about it? I mean, go for it. Why are you against this? Because of Pat? Mm. You like him now. I feel like I'm going to like him after the lighthouse. That looks so good. It looks so good. High Life. That's what it was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Better than that, though, I saw The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I have no idea what that is. Another A24 movie. They're the ones who released uh, Midsummer and mm-hmm. all the other fucking movies Everything, we like. They released yeah. The Farewell. Uh, A24, if you're listening. This Didn't they do Booksmart, too? No, Booksmart was Anna Perina Pictures. Oh, you're right. Which is filing for bankruptcy. Get your oh, copy now. Oh, no. um, But The Last Black Man in San Francisco is a film about gentrification. It's about your roots it's about losing who you are wherever you are the first 10 minutes of this movie are amazing it's fucking a perfect opening um imagine like uh you know how i won't stop talking about punch drunk love the first like how can i forget 20 minutes it's that good okay it's amazing uh the cinematography is amazing the guy who wrote it is the actor He's basically playing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also do one of the ideas that I had for one of my movies I never finished writing where like they ha- they're basically getting kicked out of this house 
mm-hmm. and they put on a play in the house the night before they go out and they just invite people over hmm. and they do that and uh they do it really well mine's yeah. completely different yeah so i'm course. still gonna write it yeah as you should yeah and i gotta finish our movie first yes let's not talk about that though no 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 we have two movies we're not <sighs> <laughs> so uh-huh should we talk about the midsummer i was gonna say the bear in the room <laughs> Let's talk about that bear in the cage. Yeah. Uh, Midsummer, directed by Ari Arster, who did <sighs> podcast favorite Hereditary. Aster? Is it? Mm. Ari Aster? Mm. I can't pronounce it. I don't think names. there's an R in it. Okay. Again, no research, so <laughs> nobody knows. We're not even looking at our phone. I wrote his name down, but oh, there's okay. no then R you know. in it. All right. So... Uh, Midsummer is just fucking demented. It's very strange. It's very disorienting, I will say. Yeah. Um when I saw it, I felt real weird just because of like the way the camera moves, the shots, everything. It's- and like everyone's on mushrooms and like the background breeze yeah. and I was just like there were a couple times where I'm like did I take mushrooms? Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a movie that if you see it on drugs it's gonna Oof. fucking ruin you and yeah. if you see it sober it's gonna mess you up. Yeah. Did you the, the thing that I fucking cannot stop seeing is when she's already the May Queen and she's at the table. Spoiler alert for everything. We should have said that uh-huh. at the beginning. Yeah. I'll go back and edit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she's sitting at the table and there's just like that one... F- flew flower and it's just like breathing on her yep. head and keeps opening its mouth oh my god holy shit so good also i think you would have caught this um so the movie opens with like it's just the whole movie is basically like a shitty boyfriend story oh absolutely. more than anything and just mm-hmm. getting over bad relationships and toxic relationships yeah. And uh, they go through the most severe way possible in this movie. But this movie opens with a tragedy happening to the main character. Mm -hmm. Danny. Danny. And then um, when she goes over, she gets like passively aggressively, passive aggressively invited to uh, Sweden. Mm -hmm. And when she's going and the boyfriend doesn't tell the friends that she's going with because she he hates her. And the friends know that. And the friends don't like her except for the one guy who, you know. Pele. Pele. But they go over the house. They go over the, she goes over the apartment and she's like skidding over like her depression sort mm-hmm. of. And there's just like a part where before they sit next to each other at this table. Did you hear the music from The Shining playing on the left side of the theater? Well, so that's like the other thing. The whole, that whole shot where they're driving yeah. in is... It's The Shining. Yeah, it's The Shining. Yeah. He totally like drew from The Shining. A lot. All over the place. But did you hear the music? No, I didn't. Okay, I might be tweaking out. I got to watch it again. Mm -hmm. But I swear to God, just on the left side of the theater. Interesting. I was just like, I'm fucking lost. Like you said, like it's 15 minutes into the movie (gasps) and I thought I was on drugs. Yeah, no. And then I saw, I don't know when you saw it, but I saw it in the fucking day. 
And that movie's Me two too. and a half hours. I walk out and it's daylight. I was like, I yeah. can't be here. I can't do this. Because it came out in the middle of fucking summer. I know, exactly. Yeah, that's... So you go in and well it's like played. light out and you'd think you'd walk out at nighttime and it's no, still it's light still out. it's still daylight and still terrifying. Oh my God. I... It, I, I will say like, I didn't know right away if I liked it. <laughs> I was so concerned. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. But it took me like two weeks of being like, what the fuck did I just see to like decide whether or not I liked it? I liked it right away. Um, and then uh, would you would you be OK with me reading my review that I sent you? Yeah. OK, so uh, come to Bucket of Blood. You'll hear me read a bunch of stone reviews of mm-hmm. things and stone phone calls to people. These are my pieces. I'll drink it in a second. But this is called A Sober Review of Midsummer. This is only going to make sense if you've seen it. But yeah. Sober Review of Midsummer. The May Queen glances at the bear in the cage and says, Bitch, better have my honey. Awkward pause. P A W S, by the way. Awkward pause. It's good enough for Riri. Thank you. Totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Still love it. <laughs> oh, this is nasty. Yep. It's very sweet. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So it's all. all I didn't B-Y. bring any booze. Oh, you have a cupcake, by the way. Oh, that's nice. I literally was walked up to the <laughs> You guys have so much white claw in this apartment. Not yours. Not mine. That makes it I switched it truly. so much weirder. White Claws, Blue Lives Matter. I, oh, God. I don't want to get political, especially nev- on September 11th. I've never bought Just, it. The one time I've drank one. It was here because I gave it yes. to you. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. I realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I would never. <clears throat> pointless. Yeah. Anyway. Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um. So basically, these grad students mm-hmm. go to Sweden. Yes. And they are going for a festival that takes place only every 90 years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, none of them make it. Mm-hmm. That's real. Um, real quick, did you? which one did you like better, Midsummer or Hereditary? Will you answer first? You I'm definitely going to go with Hereditary. I loved Hereditary. I, think I, I still liked her- love Hereditary. I think I liked Hereditary more, but I think Midsummer's better. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. It's, it's definitely a better shot. Way better shot. It's, it feels more um, focused. Okay, I can see that. I love Hereditary, but like part of the like part of like what makes it scary is that all the characters are rambling around and they don't know what's happening, mm-hmm. like in just like everyday life. Yeah, and like <clears throat> it just attacks them. Right, and nobody trusts anybody knows anything going on. And the same thing happens here, mm-hmm. but there's so many people at the festival 
who know what they're doing. Right. Whereas like in Hereditary, it's just like that little cult and that weird old lady. Yeah. What are they that doing? squeaky van. Um, Is that a van? Yeah. Makes it even more horrifying. There's a speed hump right in front of my apartment. Mm. Uh, yeah, I heredit- I like Hereditary more. Midsummer is a better made movie. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's a second movie, too. Which is usually... So it should be. You, no, no, no. That's the thing. Your sophomore effort is usually when you go tits up. Oh. Like, think about... Like, there's a lot of people whose second movies went straight to shit. Okay. I can't... Like, Steven Soderbergh's second movie was that um, Kafka movie. Um <laughs> Never saw it. Like, if your first movie's good, everyone expects your second movie to be bad. Okay. Rarely do you come out of the... Like, <clears throat> people love Donnie Darko, and then he followed it up with uh, Southland Tales, which is way better, in my opinion. I hate Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko's a shitty movie. I hated it when I when it came out, when everyone loved it. I fucking hated it. Yeah. People just like sad music. Do you think that's it? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I hated it. Sad music, time travel, and cellar door. The best part of the best part of Donnie Darko is the Evil Dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which which one did you like better? Hereditary or Midsummer? I said that Hereditary. Can we go back and edit that out? Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Um. No, I just feel like Hereditary was way darker. Um. I didn't know what was going to happen in Hereditary until it happened, yeah. which I can't say about Midsummer. Midsummer spelled out everything so early. I mean, I feel like if you even like mildly pay attention, yeah. you know exactly what's going to happen. It's and literally as written it's on unfold- the wall. Yeah, as it's unfolding, like you see it happening. Um, so that's like the only like real problem I had with that movie is that it was like a little too heavy on the foreshadowing. And I, I feel like they could have like surprised you more. And like wa- rewatching Hereditary, I realized that he did the same thing, but yeah. it was not to the it extent. It was more subtle. Yeah. I Because I, she like cuts off like the pigeon's head or whatever, yeah. you know, which is probably foreshadowing mm-hmm. <laughs> her head flying off. But still, every time I see Hereditary and her fucking head gets knocked off, horrifying. I can't even, like, look at the screen anymore. I feel like the main difference between the two movies is that Hereditary is, like, a series of punches. Like, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't stop hitting you. Yeah. Whereas this movie is just, like, a, a fucking slow incline. Oh, for sure. And then it just gets to that point where it's like, okay... Now you think you're on drugs and now you have no idea what the fuck's going on and it's not going to end until she's literally smiling at a fucking pile of people on fire. I, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Mm. Good. I, happy happy ending. I think so. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Fuck. I hate that dude. He was so terrible. And it's like funny talking to people like men especially. <laughs> Um, I am sorry. A lot of men are like, I, like I don't think he was that bad. He was a piece of shit. <laughs> the worst. He was the worst. That, oh if anybody God. deserves to be. It's like changed my opinion about people. Like when they're like, I don't really think he was that bad. I'm like, are you? Did yeah. you watch the movie? 
He was terrible. He's awful every step of the way. And then like the one thing that like usually gets people is when he tries to steal the thesis from the other dude. Oh, he's I was not surprised at that at all. Well, no, of course not. Total piece of shit. But like, I don't know. I guess it like bothers me that like that's the thing. Yeah, because he's (laughs) fucking over another dude instead of just being a shitty boyfriend. When you're fucking just like a shitty person in general. Don't point at that wine bottle. (laughs) So gross. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm still gonna drink it. it. I'm gonna drink it too. Um. The score in this is really good. The cinematography really is amazing. Uh, cinematography for it. I don't know. Me neither. I only know Roger Deakins. Aaron's going to leave and come right back. Look up the cinematographer. I'm going to look up some stuff on the internet. Um, so, do you guys, does anybody still use Yahoo? Do you guys remember Yahoo? Ari Aster, yeah, Aaron was right. She's usually right. I'm not saying she wasn't right. Music by Bobby Krillick. Cinematography by Paul. Ah, Christ. Paul Pogorzelski. I'm not. I shouldn't be allowed to say anybody's fucking name on this podcast. I can't fucking speak. It's not like a jackass. Barely say anybody's name. So Danny is played by Florence Poog. Uh, her shitty boyfriend, Christian, is Jack Rayner, who was in that fucking uh, Transformers movie I never saw. This uh, guy who played Josh was William Jackson Harper. Mark's played by Will Poulter. Pele's by Wilhelm Borgner. Connie was Alora Torsha. Dan was Bjork Anderson. Karen was Ann Ostrom. Aaron's back. So I'm going to fuck up this name again. Listen to this. Say something Southside racist. Um, the cinematographer was Paul Porgazelski. Oof. Yeah. This literally was, when you were gone, I was like, I should not be allowed to say any names on the nope. podcast. That's all consonants. So hard. Mm. Someday we're going to have to start doing research. But it's not tonight, folks. Nope. This um, is our rebirth. Guess what, Karma? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Happens. Um, I will say I read like an interesting like fan theory about this movie, which was that Pele, Pele was yeah. responsible. Mm-hmm. For like the murder suicide that starts off the movie because he's like, yeah, there. Well, there's like the flowers. Saint John's Wort is on the um, wallpaper, but then there's also like a flower crown on the bed next to the parents, and then he's like super interested in Danny, like going to this festival. From the start, yeah, like he, he says that, like she's the one that he's happy about going there, and he is like well aware of her birthday, which is the start of the festival. She's, um, they have like seasons for like your age group, 
they're all in the summer age group and she is smack dab in the middle of that. I didn't write down like the actual like ages. All I know is after 75, you get thrown off a cliff. 72. 72. Mm-hmm. You, you have to jump off a cliff and if you don't make it, here comes the hammer. My God. And that's the other thing. Like this movie is just like, I've said it's beautiful countless times. But it's because he draws from, like, art and classic art, like, scene for scene. Like, it's just, I don't know. I know I sent you, like, one of the things with all the classic art. I looked at it. It's amazing. But, like. Joel Peter Wicken made it. (laughs) That was the one that, like, sparked my interest, of course. So, one of the things that I saw that I really liked was uh I don't know if I'm gonna find okay so uh, god damn it of course this fucking website has a goddamn one of those things popped up on my iPhone. Hmm. People have drawn a lot of comparisons to Midsummer being a stealth Texas chainsaw remake. Oh that's like, interesting. I haven't influenced. heard that. Yeah like you could see it when they pointed out um Midsummer follows a group of young people road tripping into unfamiliar regions. I mean, There's they do both like end with like a girl just like laughing. Yeah, and not for <laughs> the right reason. They encounter locals whose life is quite particular and foreign to them. Our heroes are, they got the dudes, they both hands oh, being cut. Yeah. One in the van, one in the thing. They split, they smear the dude in the Texas chainsaw, splitters his blood in the van. Mm-hmm. Dude does it on the thing on the rock. Oh. Um,. It doesn't phase them. They get the fuck out of Dodge and things get worse from there. Later, one of the protagonists trespasses into a private forbidden space. He discovers an inbred local wearing someone else's face, catches a hammer to the head, is dragged out of frame. Uh, One by one, the travelers disappear. The remaining characters hang around, not realizing they're being snuffed out. This is my favorite. The last one to be killed is incapacitated and wheeled around in a chair, but is also kind of an annoying dick giving his death <laughs> an unexpectedly <laughs> cathartic, cathartic effect. Cathartic. I can't say words. Yep. And of course, it's the shitty boyfriend, but it's also the dude in the wheelchair. Yep. I'm so glad to find someone. Franklin. Franklin. Oh my God. Um, unpopular- R.I.P. to the episode we recorded. R.I.P. to that episode. Chainsaw. Um, it's just nice to hear somebody else fucking hate Franklin. I hate Franklin so Everyone much. Everyone hates Franklin. Know, You're like, supposed to. No, but the only other people that have said it was like you and Andre. Hey, Andre. I don't know if you're listening. I love you and Andre, but like we're a bunch of assholes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So it's nice to hear somebody who I don't know directly as an asshole say it. Uh, there's a pitiful scene set at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Um, the locals gain a terrible clarity of, uh, lead. Yeah. Yeah. And then ultimately she survives enduring a soul shattering transformative experience. And the final moments of this, the film show the locals giving themselves over to a kind of violent primal choreography. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, all of them screaming while Danny's smiling and Leatherface just fucking going full disco (sighs) with that chainsaw. I love um, this is theory. The, this was by the Fangoria's editor in chief. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess his name is Phil Noble Jr. I don't know. Have you ever been Leatherface for Halloween? 
Have I? Yeah. No. I feel like that would be a good costume for you. Okay. <laughs> he's just so, um, and I realize I'm not like fucking wearing a three piece, but he's so um, uh, schlubby. He is schlubby. He is schlubby. <laughs> I don't like, I'm overweight. I don't want to be a schlubby character for Halloween. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I want to be somebody um, drastically different and well-dressed, like Divine. Never schlubby. Can we please do the Divine costume? <laughs> I'm gonna. We can do it for your dad's party. New York oh. proper, bringing back to the movie on the top of the podcast. Mm-hmm. New York for Halloween proper. Sorry, New York proper. I'll be in New York for the Sleater Kinney show with Jess and Fee. Mm-hmm. My idea when we saw the movie is that they dress up like Molly and... Amy? Amy. And then I would dress up like um, Gigi. Yeah. I love that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. perfect. But they have to be like the sparkly Amy and Molly. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. I was thinking the... uh, Sparkly. The uniforms. Sparkly. Well, that's why we had added this little difference here. (laughs) Um, Also, just real fast, I want to... Dylan Pitts is a person who works at Bucktown Pub. He's a funny person. He saw Midsummer with his girlfriend, Emily. Mm-hmm. And there's that part during... Also, if you have... I'm not giving away everything, but there's a very awkward sex scene in that movie where there's a lot of eyes on the people, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And then the one woman <laughs> looks at the shitty boyfriend and goes, Finish. He apparently turned to his girlfriend and goes, They're not Finnish, they're Swedish. told me that it's so yeah. funny though it's so good and then i was at the bar and he was at the end of it and i texted him that he showed his girlfriend his girlfriend just at the oh other end of the bar God. don't encourage him i mean it was funny can we like talk about that scene for a second yeah, we can talk about it at length i laughed so hard <laughs> that scene was hilarious okay thank yeah. you no it was okay. like it was so like it's so uncomfortable yeah. But I couldn't help but like laughing so hard. So because like the whole movie is just like so disorienting and like I don't know. And then that happens and they drug him. They lead him into a weird bar. Is that like when the like old man like claps in his face? So good. Like by the end of the movie, it's just you just assume everyone's on drugs. Everyone's stripping their balls off. This guy, the shitty boyfriend, he goes into this barn. Christian. Christian has sex with Connie. I don't know. Sure. sure. And they do it in front of like 30 women watching, just like s- chanting and moaning and like encouraging uh, him. At one point, one, one woman comes and starts pushing, pushing his ass. Oh my God. Absolutely amazing. There are so many hilarious. like points where it's just like, what the fuck? That was yeah. one of them. The other one is like when they're all like having dinner together and like they all have like the glasses of wine and his is obviously like darker and like yep. red tinge. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Don't drink it. I'm like, I can fucking see this shit. Why yeah. can't you? And then doesn't he find pubes in his He pulls pie? a pube out of his pie. It's so gross. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Oh, it's God. It's so dark. It's so demented. I will say, though, 
that that's like one thing that's kind of lost on me. Like people find like hair in their food and they think it's the most disgusting thing ever. But being a hairstylist, everything I drink and or eat has hair in it. <laughs> so it's become a little less disgusting for me. And that's the show, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, bucket of blood. Thank you. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. Final thoughts. Um, I kind of want to watch Midsummer on mushrooms, but I think it'd be a really bad idea. <laughs> Just like saying that, I'm like, I mean, bad idea. What if we watch Midsummer on Asian Oscar, Asian Waska? Oh God, no! <laughs> Can we talk about that scene when they fucking turn into the Barbie dolls. Mm. Amy is so fucking into it; it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then they walk down the stairs and don't bend their elbows. I mean, mm-hmm. and their knees. And doesn't she say like "fuck you"? Yeah, and they're like "fuck you." <laughs> um, no, I'll watch Midsummer on mushrooms. All right. Yeah. I feel like we have to do it outside, though. <laughs> Maybe we can set up, like, a projection screen. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. If you are listening, you obviously know us. Because why the fuck else were you listening? Or maybe we got some new listeners from our Bucket, Bucket of, of Blood, Blood. Uh, sponsorship. Either way, send us a message on Instagram, because none of us know the login for the email. And... <laughs> I don't even remember what the email is. I don't remember either. It's going to be really hard to log in to upload this episode because I don't remember the login. Oh, shit. For what's the website? Erin Rose has never seen it.com. No, the actual. <laughs> what is it through? I don't know. Gmail? No, no, no. The website that we're. Who, like, what service do we use? What is that called? I don't know. You set it up. No, not the email, though. You're paying for it every month. I still don't know. They build websites. It's the website thing. You built the website. Oh, I don't even have it on my Instagram anymore, so I really don't know. Oh, so that's how you feel, huh? I have it saved. If I thought I had it saved. Um... <laughs> Powered by Squarespace. I don't know the Squarespace login. Also, do you know the login for the Instagram so we could actually post about this? Because I don't have it. There we go. <laughs> we have good microphones. So if you heard it, just take a guess. Anyways, Please edit that out. If you're listening, message us or text us. We're going to change a... it. <laughs> you don't know how. We're going to have... <laughs> change it to Blade Runner. Don't throw everybody off. It's Blade Runner and password. So it's gone, McCready. Edit this out. I can't. You can. All I could do now is change the password to everything. Nobody would ever figure that out in my defense. Okay. Um yeah, just email us. This is such... I don't remember what we're talking about. Hit us up if you want to watch Mushrooms with us and uh, if you want to watch Mushrooms with us and eat Midsummer. 
This is why we edit. This is why we should. We've only had like four drinks. I know. And we've like sweated way more than that. This room is so, our podcasting room is disgusting. It's so gross in here. Literally like sweat through my shirt. Yeah. I'm stuck to the chair. Twice over. Yeah. No, this is, yeah. I'm worried about being schlubby as Leatherface. Jesus. Welcome to Aaron Rose's Breakdown. Welcome back. Yeah. (laughs) Going full throttle. Been one big breakdown. Oh my god! <laughs> At least I'm not on the floor, though. So hey, yeah. high five across yeah. the room. Boom. Twice. Boom. Two times. <laughs> Do we have any final thoughts? Ooh. What did you say? You, you other than you want to watch Midsummer on Mushrooms? I think that was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next, we're gonna have to do climax. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch it, I guess. It was your idea. Don't. We don't have to do it. We can do anything else. I just hate modern dance. Here's the thing. They only dance for one scene. Really? Yeah. It's not a dance movie. I wa- you can watch the first five minutes online and it's just like some weird. It's also such weird modern dance. So it's so French. I hate modern dance. I know. Hate it. But. um. <laughs> That's my final thought. <laughs> Final thought, Aaron Rose hates modern dance. It's true. So, hold on. Ah, shit, I actually had something to say. Oh, November 9th? November 9th. We're going to say it every month, but right now, we're just talking about one thing, and that is Bucket of Blood, mm-hmm. our official sponsor. They're great people, and you should go support them. You should support local businesses. Don't Absolutely. buy your fucking books off of Amazon, you God jackasses. No. Go buy it used. Go buy it new at, Amazon, at uh, Bucket of Blood. 3182 North Elston. I have the page open. I can't fucking read because mm-hmm. my eyes are sweating shut. Mine too. Yeah. I feel like um, all of my makeup is sweated off. Follow Bucket of Blood on Instagram. They mm-hmm. always post what they get in that's new. Super you could, fun. They got merch. They got everything. They're great people. Um... And they have like book clubs that are super awesome. They have events there Take all the time. Take advantage of that yeah. shit. Don't just go there. So good. Go on their website. Check out the events. Mm-hmm. Join a book club. Go read a book. Hang out with some cool people. They're super cool people. Yeah. And they like good music. They it's like important. dumb podcasts, apparently. That too. And they're right next door to Tras Posadas. So go get some black salsa. Yeah. Get some black salsa. Get some black Books? metal. And uh, yeah. You know. Keep it, keep it scary. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it spooky. Mm, I like that. <sighs> it's so hot. Oh my god. All right. That's it. I'm uh, I'm Nick, and I'm over it. I am Aaron Rose, and I'm dying. <laughs> I'm stuck to this chair as well. Yeah. And this is Aaron Rose has never seen it. Thank you for listening. You could have just said it. Fine. Thanks for listening. I was your name's in the title. Yeah, that wasn't my choice. It's come on. <laughs> come on. I'm so sticky. Alright, that's it for us. Hold on. <laughs> and we're clear. Actually I haven't hit stop yet. <laughs> Let's see if you're going to say anything. No, I'm just like so sticky.